A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. A communication disruption can only mean one thing. Negotiation. We've lost all communication. Invasion. What will the future of Star Wars bring? You must contact me. You must contact me and listen to read. They wouldn't dare. It's unthinkable. In this orbital's bubble bubble, Star Wars prequels appreciation podcast. It's outrageous. Hello, everybody, and we are here live from the Anaheim Convention Center. That's right, all that noise you hear around me is the noise of actual people walking around on the exhibit floor and not just canned noise I found online to make it seem like I was somewhere where I'm not. This is real. All of this is 100% real. For some reason, I, I found a special machine that has picked me up and put me in an alternate reality where COVID-19 isn't happening and somehow Star Wars Celebration 2020 is going on. But I've, I've noticed that this awesome and cool convention that really is actually happening is a little bit different than what I was expecting going in. So we're going to have a fun time recording here from the floor. Like I say, it's the actual floor. And these are actual people behind me, I swear, to really see what it is that brought them here, what it is that everybody is super excited about. So get ready for updates. Get ready for news announcements. Get ready for just the general awe and excitement that surrounds this place. Oh my gosh, celebration. It's so perfect. All the hatred and vitriol and the fandom is just gone. Oh, it's going to be exciting. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's see what we, we have in store. I'm uh, walking around one vendor booth right here, and oh my, look at that. It is a collector's edition Jar Jar Binks mask. I, ha- I have not seen one of these since a Halloween store in 2002. And look, it's it mint condition as if it was, you know, right there, straight out of the box, which is funny. These masks don't even come in boxes, you know. You just buy them off the rack, and there it is. It looks perfect, and you can buy it for only two dollars because that's how awesome star wars celebration is you can buy everything super cheap it doesn't take a lot of your money it doesn't take a lot of your time and oh god oh thank you sir oh this is so nice oh oh i'm just i'm just flattered what other sort of collectibles do we see here oh wow get a load of the cosplay that just is turning around the corner i wish with my interdimensional travel i'd be allowed to not just record this podcast but to also capture video and live stream because the cosplay in this alternate star wars celebration 2020 where it is happening is just out the roof so many cool prequels centric thing look at this this guy right here just walked in front of me he is a combined character half gerald of rivia from the witcher and half co bibble isn't that something else look instead he's got the sword but Oh, he's like an older man. I mean, maybe it's it's the, it's the robes, it's the Witcher seal. It's it's so cool about that. And oh, look, here we go. What do we got? This is this is Deadpool, Captain Panaka, walking right here. Oh man! So basically, it's the full Deadpool costume, but he's wearing a little Naboo guard hat and carrying the Naboo guard pistol. Where is <laughs> where does this creativity come from? I just so wish I could be able to emulate that and and, and bring it all over and gosh oh wow they even still have hanging in the rafters 
the same banners that have been in every single Star Wars celebration since Revenge of the Sith came out. Yes, oh, there's the banner of Naboo, there's the banner of the 501st Stormtrooper running right towards you, and Yoda with his green lightsaber, and also, oh, it, it's, it's fantastic. I, I'm just overwhelmed. I've barely moved 10 feet, and I'm already just totally floored by this. Everybody is, is just so kind. Everyone agrees that all Star Wars is great. And even if there's some films they don't like, they're not mean about it. Oh, this is just magical. Oh, and what's this? Oh, I've just been handed an early release of the Lego Star Wars game because it actually did come out. The whole 2021 bit was just a ruse. It's coming out today, and I'm holding it right here. Oh, and look, there's the Celebration store, and the lines are long, but that's okay. I'll gladly spend four hours getting to know wonderful strangers saying that we'll stay in touch but never do at most getting maybe one twitter handle out of it oh this is just something else and you know i'm really looking forward to to running into some of the celebrities that this convention brings and i mean not just the ones you get the photo shoot not just oh there's you know pay six hundred dollars to stand next to mark hamill for 30 seconds or i'll pay fifty dollars to stand next to uh an Ewok. No, no, I'm talking about the real life force of the Star Wars celebration. The kind of, the folks who, who make it move, the one that the Star Wars fans highly attuned are looking out for. I'm talking David Collins prowling around the floor. I'm talking Sam Witwer maybe hanging out in the wings somewhere. You know, you can catch him in between room and room. Oh, this is, this is going to be good. Oh, ex excuse me, sir. Would you, would you mind, mind coming over here? Ah, oh, yeah, yes. Hello? Uh, what, what, how may I be of help? You are, you are presently on C.O. Bibble's Babble Bubble. I am a special interdimensional traveler coming from a, uh, a universe where Star Wars Celebration 2020 was actually canceled and isn't happening. Oh, that, that sounds absolutely uh, like terrible. So, sir, what is your favorite thing about the Star Wars fandom? In, in this reality. Oh, well, I, I have to say, I think it's the strong commitment to uh, people really loving the prequels. You know, the prequels, a lot of people considered peak Star Wars. Wait, wait, even, even when they came out, people thought the prequels were peak Star Wars? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A, a major improvement to uh, what was happening in the original trilogy, which, don't get me wrong, the original trilogy was uh something special but i you know i think everybody universally agrees that the prequels knock it out of the park i mean it the phantom menace deservedly won the first ever best picture for a star wars movie the phantom menace won best picture wow we well maybe i should end up hanging out in this reality a little bit longer than just coming here to the uh to the con oh would you look at that that was just a Padme Amidala cosplay walking by. Ugh. A gender-bent Padme Amidala cosplay walking by, I might say. Wearing the full thing and everything. Come to think of it, almost all these cosplayers are wearing prequels costumes. Isn't that really cool? Did You know, where's all the other love? Excuse me, excuse me, sir, can you come back? Oh, oh yeah, yes. Uh, what, what's everyone's take on the sequel trilogy here? Oh, we all, we all love it too, but... You know, really, it just doesn't quite resonate with George Lucas's vision that we see in Attack of the Clones. You know, I recognize that The Last Jedi is an artistically pleasing film and has its positives, but, you know, you just can't really break it down the same way as uh, 
the Geonosis Arena scene. Oh, well, <laughs> well, there you have it. The Geonosis Arena scene, a, p a pinnacle of cinema, uh, according to everybody over here. Uh, we're just going to walk a little bit further. I'm going to go see who, who we have hanging out at the autographs table. You know, I mentioned some of them earlier. You know, the usual people we would expect, such as, say, Mark Hamill or Anthony Daniels or, you know, some of our favorites. Let's see who they have here. Oh, look at this. All of the actors from the sequel trilogy who never showed up for autographs are now here. Oh, and they're only, they're so cheap, too. Oh, for only $80, you can go hang out with John Boyega and have dinner with him. Oh, Star Wars Celebration, you never fail to disappoint. Oh, and look. There's Daisy Ridley, who'll give you a kidney for only $75. Oh, I just love this fandom so much. I love this universe. It's so great. It's so beautiful. This clearly isn't me having some sort of semi-mental break, because this should be going on this week in my reality, but isn't. Oh, thank God for interdimensional travel making this thing possible I, can't, I just can't imagine what it would be like for me to be in my room right now just recording this by myself and putting in sound effects to make it seem like it was real oh <laughs> uh. anyhow who am i kidding that you know i was thinking i could maybe do a whole episode of that but i, I think it would just be so infuriating and uh frustrating for some of you folks but yes it, it is true um it is presently August 27th, 2020. I'm in my actual reality now. And this would have been the first day of Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, which, you know, there's a lot of people on social media right now or within their friend groups or just in general really mourning the loss of this event. It's uh, it's kind of funny. I, I feel like there's kind of two mixed reactions with it. it. One bit is the crowd who, upon, you know... Actually, I'd say there's three reactions. The first one is that when COVID rolled out, there was a group that just realized, okay, you know, clearly as a country, we are incapable of handling this disease, which is very unknown in a way that will, where Star Wars celebration will happen. So as early as March or April, just kind of a gathering morning of, okay, this is not going to happen. And, and this is kind of the camp where I mostly believed I fell in, and I feel a lot of others as well, that, okay, we're come to terms, Star Wars Celebration isn't happening. Then there's the second crowd who I think they had their reaction to the initial announcement that Star Wars Celebration wasn't happening. This would be back in June, thinking that, oh, what a disappointment. I was hoping for the best, but they've had time to process it. And then there's a third crowd, and this third crowd is not exclusionary. That's the people who today or this week, upon realizing, oh, you know, I forgot to delete flight information from my Google Calendar, or hotel information, I should be in California right now. You know, the realization of Star Wars Celebration not happening is really sinking in for some folks. And it's it's kind of interesting, it sort of is the a unifying force in the fandom right now, which, you know, as listeners of this show realize, I I generally don't like spending too much time dwelling on the fandom as an entity uh, it's more of the art and my own experience with the art but i you know i think this is an interesting unifying moment in the fandom of people having a degree of uh, collective mourning for an event they were all looking forward to so even if you're somebody who came to terms with there being no celebration as early as april you know it's still rough to see here's that hole in your schedule 
where something should have been. And, you know, I also want to take some time to zoom out and look at the the wider lens because I feel like certain folks are struggling with a degree of guilt. And by a wider lens, I want to address some major issues in our uh, society right now. Um, sort of the main two, I guess you could say, uh, just speaking very broadly, is... Uh, the aftermath and the development and aftermath of Hurricane Laura hitting Louisiana and East Texas, and then of course the racial tensions that have so defied the headlines, uh, defined the headlines this week, and how we've seen the sporting world react to it. And so between reacting to that and all of the the travesties that have followed, travesties of justice, uh, travesties in equity. And you see people losing their businesses, losing their homes. In the case of the hurricane, it seems like, and I know at least speaking from my experience, that mourning over Star Wars celebration seems less than. And I think that makes the whole experience even more difficult. Because, you know, getting to attend celebration is very much a privilege. And it's hard to think, oh, I'm, I'm missing this grand event, something that I've been looking forward to for over a year. But I, I guess maybe I shouldn't complain about it because I don't want to seem like I'm being shallow compared to everything else is going on right now. You know, that I don't want to seem like I forgot the importance of police reform discussions or grand societal changes or giving money to the Red Cross. You know, this is a very loaded week. Not to mention another certain event that wasn't canceled, or at least it was scaled back in a way that's happening uh, virtually in North Carolina. I won't dive into it further, but that's also taking headlines as well. So you sort of think, you know, at best, this feeling of sadness for celebration is kind of fourth. At least for me, it falls under fourth in terms of priority. Um, and so I think there are some folks, though, who aren't allowing themselves to feel the degree of sadness that maybe they otherwise would. And, you know, that's unfortunate. And I think, you know, as we live in these tumultuous times, I mean, it seems like every single time is a tumultuous time. But, you know, particularly 2020 has been giving everyone a, a real rough run. It's, uh, it's harder to fully feel the level of trauma that one should require to really, you know, blow off some steam, I guess, or, you know, come to peace with certain things by allowing that kind of grief process there. And, and you know, maybe I'm using some loaded words, or maybe I'm not using them fully correctly. You know, I'm. this is not an area of expertise of mine. This is just based on my own conversations with people as well as my own uh, therapeutic conversations as I try to navigate through uh, particular things. Uh, I really did enjoy kind of coming up with that quote-unquote fake, I mean, no, I, it literally was fake, fake example of what Star Wars Celebration could have looked like or just a, a form of it uh, just for the, the few minutes I was doing it at the beginning of this episode. And... Um, it's, it's fun to have that degree of imagination, and I really encourage everybody take the time as you listen to this episode, or you know whether it is this week or in future weeks whenever you catch up, because I know all of you are listening to every single one of my episodes, to, to be on the forefront you know, and not miss all of them, but <laughs> no, you don't have to. But I, I just encourage everyone to go through the process of building 
their ideal celebration in their head and allowing themselves to experience that because it is a source of joy. It is a source of togetherness and collectivity um, and friendship, romance for some, I suppose. I've, you know, never for me, but maybe for others. And, you know, imagine what that looks like because it's okay to do that degree of daydreaming, you know? The world has given us a perfect opportunity to imagine what the perfect event would look like. You know, unfortunately, or I would dare say in this case, fortunately, you know, celebration was canceled before they really lined up what was going to be there. So it's it gives you a total tabula rasa, a blank slate to paint the perfect celebration in your mind what it is that you want so obviously for me it is you know the idea of oh yes everything's a little more prequels focused than usual and people are giving that a lot of love and haven't forgotten it and that oh all of these actors who haven't been around for autographs are and all the merchandise actually is you know cheap and affordable which you know exclude it by the way i just if you haven't been to celebration or if you've only been in a limited capacity or not many times this would have been my, my fourth one, so I can speak with a certain degree of authority on it. You know, the stuff at the Celebration store is very expensive, but if you want to buy, like, non-Celebration exclusive Star Wars merchandise, it's the perfect place to go. All these different toy shops and collectible places come up, and you can, you know, purchase something that you had your eye on as a kid or, you know, as a teenager when a certain film may have come up, and you can buy it for, you know cheaper than what it actually cost when it rolled out because maybe it's a little damaged you know or it's not actually in the packaging or even if it is it's not that much of a price hike so it's uh it's it's a really cool thing to do and i know for me that's something i really miss getting to explore the floor and just kind of see what it is the vendors are selling uh we are super blessed that you know if we are ticket holders for uh celebration 2020 or i guess now it's going to be celebration 2022 but even if you refunded your ticket you get early access to some stuff at the celebration store online so that's gonna be fun to get some of those exclusives i was um talking about this with my good friend uh Nequitius of the imperial senate podcast who regulars of the show will know he's been on quite a bit uh about how you know this year will we end up spending more or less money in a digital store and uh you know it's kind of a toss-up it could be oh when you're not actually there feeling the actual product or seeing that or you don't see you know the cart with price tags build up you just see your bag getting bigger uh maybe it's going to be more thrifty or maybe it's the whole idea that well you know maybe i'm not spending as much right now in this covid environment so i'm going to go go guns blazing i personally don't have an answer to that question until i do it you know on friday i'm gonna hop on and just kind of see where the world takes me. Um, all in all, though, it's it's lining up for some exciting opportunities to still have those merch. You know, when you get the shirts, they make for excellent conversation pieces. I got a shirt from Star Wars Celebration Chicago. It's, uh, you know, kind of a short sleeve button down that has a bunch of different helmets on it. You have Stormtrooper helmets, Darth Vader, and Boba Fett on red. And it's always been a conversation piece ever since I wore it. Oh, that's a great shirt. Where did you get it? Like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. It's a, it's a good way to project a part of your personality if Star Wars plays that big of a role to you. Um, and this isn't 
so much about the exclusivity of owning, you know, c- celebration exclusive merch, uh, but just that it's something that's it's more unique than what you see. But even when you wear shirts that you get at Target or Walmart or Amazon, those are always fun because, you know, there's the off chance you run into someone who has the same shirt or someone will say, oh, I saw that at Target and I wish I, big, you know, picked that up. It, it's funny, though, because we're obviously having far less of these interactions these days. Uh, because of COVID, but, you know, maybe you're on your Zoom calls with some friends or strangers or, you know, maybe a work call if you're allowed to, you know, dress a little more casually and that gets to be, you know, a cool conversation piece nonetheless. It's, uh, you know, funny because everybody is kind of waist up these days, if you catch my drift, in the sense that, you know, the camera is for the calls for video calls you know cuts you off at the stomach or maybe a little below so all you can have to really work with is your torso your arms your face and the top of your head so this is a great time to buy star wars hats star wars shirts because it's a way to project that to people Uh, and they get to see it really up close so maybe you can be a little creative you know or a little more courageous i should say you know, because, oh, I, maybe I don't get a shirt because it's got words on it and it looks kind of, <laughs> I don't know, messy. Unless you're staring right at it. But luckily, the camera is, you know, less than a foot away pointing right towards you. So you can really, you know, find a way to express yourself there. You know, all in all, <laughs> it, it really is unfortunate that we're not having this event, but I mean, for me, I'd say, you know, I am more upset about what led to the causing, what led to the cancellation rather than the cancellation itself. I think it's safe to say, you know, that's where, that's where most people are. You know, I would gladly trade Star Wars Celebration staying canceled. I would trade the cancellation of Star Wars Celebration 2022 if it meant what was going on you know, wasn't, you know, that co- the COVID environment would just poof and disappear. But unfortunately, it's the reality we live in. And, you know, the best thing is to just continue to stay informed about it and what decisions are being made by people. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> I know this may seem like it's been a bit more of a, a rambly episode and I haven't been producing content with the degree of regularity I was in the spring or early summer, but I've had a lot going on. Went on a great camping trip last week and been helping with, you know, various moving of things and spaces. But from my camping trip, I I just want to pull out a particular nugget that really resonated with me before I I sign off here on this, this, this short little snippet episode. And that is... Really, if you have the opportunity, the livelihood, the chance, go out and find yourself in tune with the natural world, whatever that may look like. I mean, maybe that's just spending a little more time in your backyard or even at the courtyard of your apartment complex. But you can go camping, take a hike, you know, put yourself around animals of whatever size you can. You know, I'm really lucky. I I live in Texas, so I don't have to drive that far to get to see a really impressive flora and fauna. You know, I got to hang out with the official Texas state herd of of longhorn and of bison and roadrunners and coyotes. And and that was incredibly cool for me. 
And by hangout, I don't mean like we were sitting around the campfire telling stories, though an armadillo did come walking through the campsite, which, you know, is about as Texan as you can get. But, you know, put yourself in tune with the natural world, because in that way, find yourself in tune with the force, whatever your force is. Find it. Find that peace. Meditate on it. Pray on it, if that's something that resonates more with you. You know, really reach out and, and feel the space. And it doesn't have to even be the natural world. You know, I look at in the Clone Wars or in uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, you see some great instances of characters going to an urban landscape and finding the force and the buzz of the vehicles, the talk of people, the, the noise of kind of a neon light, that little buzz. You know, really close your eyes if you're in a place where you can do it safely, of course, and, and feel the world around you because this is a fast time and a confusing time and an overwhelming time. So I really encourage you to all kind of just take a pause, breathe in, breathe out, and just feel around you. And and if you if you can hit it right, and by no means is this a you know necessity, you'll start to maybe feel a little tingling in your fingers or in your toes. And in, in, in certain forms of meditative arts, such as Tai Chi, which is what I take, it's as if this is you feeling your chi. You know, and if that's how you want to interpret it, or if you want to translate it to Star Wars, you know, feel the force. Think of Rey on Octo seeing life, seeing death, seeing happiness, seeing sadness. Embrace all of that in what you do. And I really look forward to seeing all of you at Star Wars Celebration 2022. All right, thank you for stopping by. Per usual, I'll catch you all around the corner.